How are you guys doing today? It's Jake from the Fourth Liners Podcast, and I hope you guys are excited because we have another episode for you back here. Um, happy New Year's. You guys will be, I mean, I guess it's, we're not, I'm so used to us editing a podcast and then it being out like maybe like a week later or something like that. So I'm not used to the, like, you know, having it ready. Yeah, for, no, not, from now on, they're going to be edited either same day or the day after. So yeah, yeah. right now it's it's January 1st for us. Well, we got the Elgato going too, so we can definitely do some cool stuff with that for with NHL 23 if we want yeah, to do that. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out the YouTube yeah. channel. I, I'm destroying um, Bryce's Vancouver Canucks, which is pretty exciting. Dude, who trades Bo Horvat for, was it Issa Lundell? No, no, Anton Lundell. Okay. On well, Florida. Still. Man, he's a medium yeah. elite. He's a medium elite. He, he He's better in the game than he is in real life. That's how EA Sports works, you know? Oh, their ratings are <laughs> busted. Oh, so bad. So bad. But, you know, I, I know how to wheel and deal in the NHL game. But, um, you know, it, uh, NHL, I don't know if the NHL has been very exciting recently, in my opinion. I mean, I, think, I mean, like news wise, it's been I don't know. I guess I guess right now it's more like did they have, like did they really have a break or not that big of a break? Uh, yeah, they had a little break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but wait, before we get into it, don't we want to talk about our sponsor? Oh yeah, we we would like to talk about our sponsor. This um, we'd just like to let you know this episode is sponsored by Betstamp. Betstamp's just basically a, a a free app that you can use to track your bets, and it helps you be more efficient when you're betting on different uh, sports books. It shows you all the best odds for each sports books. It includes line shopping, verified bet tracking, commission free marketplace, and you can follow winning betters. So. You can approve for the next time, and you can also follow your friends so you can compete when you want to bet. Um, honestly, me and Bryce use it quite a bit because it, it does teach you a lot if you don't know a lot about betting, and um, it's free. It's free to use, so why not use it? That's the thing. Like it, it's a free if it's free and it helps if you're, you. If you're betting, use Betstamp. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you use Betstamp it's, if you're it, betting? I, I don't think there's anything else like it out there. Like it's a great tool for betting, especially if you don't want to lose money. You know what I mean? Because I know I don't like to lose money, but this kind of guarantees you that you're getting the best odd, you know, and it shows how much you're you're being you can go into player prompts. It's very specific. Or if you can type in how much you're betting on the bet, it will tell you your winnings, too. So, yep. Um, you can when you sign up, though, to get a better experience, use your code all caps Bryce B. RP all that's, caps. That's Bryce not going to stay that. Yeah, that's I fine. like it, Bryce. Yeah, I like I'll, it. I, yeah, we're going to get that changed. I think we should keep it. No, <laughs> it doesn't need to be my name. Oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna get in touch with them. Like, hey, uh, change this. Yeah, fourth liners. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or, you for know, now, it's line, Bryce B. Liners. All caps. Oh god. We'll see what we can do. Make sure you guys are in the right state of mind if you're betting. Yes, for sure. Bet responsibly. Yeah, and be the age. Um, that's the most important yeah. things. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's very fun and it's a great useful app. So we definitely recommend it. Um. Also, I would like to uh, ask you guys to just follow us on whatever you can, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and um, check out our podcast. I come out once in a while <laughs> on Spotify. Check out our Check out our, po- our podcast that yeah. we're listening to right now. Yeah, Spotify <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. We're always there. Everything's yeah. always linked below. Um, we're greatly appreciated to check us out on anything. We hit a, actually 100 followers on Instagram. 
I think it's pretty exciting. Nice. Nice. Right? Yeah, thank you for Betstamp. Thank you to Betstamp for reposting us. Yeah, Betstamp actually reposted us, and I think that did gain a little bit of attraction for us. You guys, are, you guys are sick. Really nice. Yeah, they, man, they're good guys. They're really good guys. They are good guys. That's why I like being partnered with them. You know, they're good yeah. guys. They're up front. I, yeah, they are, and they just want to help us, too. We help them. They help us, you know? Yep. Love, lovely guys. Um, but, yeah, so there is a new franchise um, episode out. It's episode one, so... Go check that out. I tear apart the Vancouver Canucks, and I'll probably record the next episode tonight just because I'm bored. Um, nice. Yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna trade more players. Um, I love to trade. I love to trade players. But one thing I think we should start off with, and it's something we didn't talk about before the podcast, is the Leafs getting fined a hundred grand. And you know, do you know the reason why? Did you, did you hear about this? Uh, they traveled on an off day. Yeah. Uh, they, tra- they traveled on a day that, that they're not supposed to. I think this is stupid. I think this is a stupid rule or a stupid agreement that they have. Because yeah, I think this is, uh, here comes the leaf buys. No, okay, it, it's not even it's not even that. Like I, it, I would argue this for any team. I would literally argue this for any team. Why would you want a team to not put their safety ahead of anything? You know what I mean? They were doing the skip the storm. Oh, is the reason why they traveled to to get in front of the storm? Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? They're looking for their safety, and they probably knew that they'd get fined, right? But they're like, screw it. Our safety is more important. And I agree. I would do well, the same have thing. Have the players said anything about it? I don't think so. I don't think they have. Well, it, I don't know. Maybe maybe one of the players should have came out and said, like, you know, we get that, like, we're not supposed to travel on this day, but... Like we had to to get in front of the storm, like it made sense to us. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's like they're they're human beings, right? Like you, like they're not just like products that you're shipping across, right? Like you got to make sure they're safe. Um, and you know, especially during Keith the holidays, get fined as well for yeah, yelling to ref for ref abuse. Apparently, um, that was funny. Like that, like that's that's <laughs> weird because like coaches really lay into refs, and it's kind of like I wonder what he said. Oh man, Keith loves the f word. That's his favorite word. Well. That's his favorite. Uh, I word. love the F word too. Yeah. No, he 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 does. He's not he's not shy to actually like you know chirp <laughs> chirp the refs. I don't think. And I think it's just part of his personality. But at the same time, it's it can be a little too much. You know what I mean? It's it's the heat yeah. of the moment. It's the heat of the game. Sometimes you just don't even realize you're doing it. It just happens. And he's very passionate about his team. I think that shows that. I know not a complete bias, but he needs maybe cooled down a little bit. I don't know. It's not a big deal. Refs no. are used to it. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> we're, all, we're all grown men here. Man, you think about a two billion dollar franchise though? They get fined a hundred hundred k. It's not that bad. You know what I mean? Oh, that's an that dude. Kidding me? Yeah, they keep that in their pocket. That's probably where, like ah, we're chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Let's talk about the World Juniors. Man, exciting World Juniors actually. Um, they play. I think I think I think they play the Czechs again. But let's talk about the first game that they did play and they lost, right? Everyone was shocked. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're doing Michigan's when we're up one nothing. What are we what are we trying to do there? You know how brutal that is? I I see I'm all for the game changing and like doing all these fancy moves. I think it's cool. It's nice to watch, especially as a fan, to experience that. But when you're not winning, or when the game's like started kind of, you're not you don't have that huge lead. Why try Are you that? Playing against a team that's as good as Czech. Yeah, exactly. They're not it's, like a. This isn't. This isn't Latvia. No. No disrespect to Latvia, but. Well, I mean, real like Latvia is you know, 
no, top exactly. 10 hockey country for sure. But like, there's a big gap between between the top five, top six to Latvia. You well, know? yeah. So the Czech have a lot of top players that were in the draft too, right? So like yeah. Jerichek. <laughs> did you hear what happened to Jerichek too? No. Air Canada lost his uh, equipment. <laughs> oh, dude! Right nice before the game, Canada. but Good they sabotage. They they got they found his equipment. They found his equipment. So. Good sabotage, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, they already had a bad start, but, it, I mean, it worked out for them. But I think it's, they tr- they try to be too fancy, too flashy right away. And I get it. They're excited. They're in the World Juniors. They're trying to showcase themselves, and it's a great place to do that. But I think I would rather a player that, you know, helps out the team a lot more and then try those nice fancy stuffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was way know. too it's, early it's, to do it the Michigan. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't embarrassing. I mean, I think that loss woke them up though, and then they came out and they slaughtered Germany the next game. Oh yeah, uh, you know, and Germany's not like that bad, so I think they were pissed. Well, you gotta think about it. Since. Yeah, we well, gotta think about it. Their their coach probably was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like honestly, like, what are you guys doing? Like, honestly, they must have got it bad. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you know, Dylan Gunther actually said something. He's one of the leaders. Like, the I think he is an A on the team. He said, "We're not gonna win games by doing Michigan's." So he wasn't he wasn't happy about it either, and I think he's I, I like him I think he's a great player and I think he's a you know smart hockey player and I I would say the same thing too like you know he's like I think he explained like I'm I'm all for all that cool stuff but like we need to win the games you know before we can try that kind of stuff don't don't do that crap when you're up no. one nothing against a, against a very decent team man the World Juniors is a short window that you can be a part of. They want to win. They all oh, you should want that gold medal, right? Especially you know. Yeah. It's just when they're that age, it's, it's the biggest point in their career, right? So, I mean, Bedard though, hey. Ah, uh, that Bedard is uh <laughs> pretty good. So, do you think Bedard? So I don't want to say next McDavid because that puts a lot of pressure on young players. But do you think Bedard is like gonna be maybe good or maybe better than? Uh, McDavid? Um, no. I I think McDavid is McDavid. probably better than Mc than than Bedard. But that's I mean, so hard to never, tell. That's so hard to tell. Like, it is so hard to tell. But like, but like, can we realistically think? Like, is it humanly possible to be better than McDavid? Like, I mean, we don't know that yet. I mean, and and he he's breaking records in the World Juniors. He's breaking records in the um. Is he in the WHL? Yeah, I, but it, wait, is he to pump to pump he, the brakes a little bit though? Yeah. It's like, like lots of players have had really good World Junior tournaments and then not done anything in their NHL careers. Yeah, you know, so no, and I, I yeah, uh, th- that's very true. Like you look at Curtis Lazar. I'm not saying he's Curtis not going to do anything in his no, career. No, no, no. He's a di- that's a different thing. He doesn't even have a letter on him, which I thought was a little weird. Um, but. You see, like guys like Curtis Lazar, right? Like, he was the captain of the, the World Junior team, but he's not, you know. Yeah, he just didn't, he just didn't pan out no, in the he role didn't. that that people exactly. thought he was going to be. And that happens all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like Bedard, I think is like, uh, well, I don't I, even well, know what to say. Man. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he has 18 points in four games played. I could be <laughs> off there, but like that is unheard of. Right, you know what I mean. I mean, it'll, it's generational. It'll be interesting to see how good he is, like against like the Americans. Yeah, you know, I who guess are, that's who their are test, also right? pretty, really, really strong. I mean, 
I think Bedard's going to come into the league and instantly be a top 10 player. Yeah. I think Bedard is going to, you know, at one point, like maybe two or three years into his career, is probably going to be the, the bona fide second best player in the league. Like, I think oh, he's for that sure. good. Yeah, I think so, um, too. But th- this is the thing, though. We were saying this with Lafreniere, too. Right? Uh, were we? I thought so. I thought it was. I thought he was, like, supposed to be really good. And I, he was scratched the other night. I, I just, well, t- to be fair to Bedard, like, Bedard, uh, from, like, just the eye test, like, is so much better than Lafreniere. Yeah. I don't know. I think Lafreniere, like... I think people were hungry for a new generational player when Lafreniere was getting yeah. drafted. And I think all those expectations got pinned onto him. Cause like who was drafted before Lafreniere? Owen Power, right? Uh, right? I don't remember. They're pretty similar uh, pretty similar, but um was it Owen Power? Or was it Darlene? Uh I'm looking. Okay, yeah. So we get Lafreniere, right? It's yeah. been it's been four drafts since Matthews. So okay. at that point, you know, we we had had it was Hishie, Darlene, and Hughes, and like Hishie and Darlene have taken a while to get to where they are, and they're not generational players. They're elite players, but they're 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 not generational. Mm-hmm. Jack Hughes, there was a lot of concerns about Jack Hughes, like whether or not he was, his, his game would translate. He's he's turned into an elite player, not generational. So I think they got to Lafreniere, and this it, you know it was a Canadian kid, first Canadian kid that was supposed to be going. Um, yeah. You know, it's, since, I, since I, I, I guess McDavid. Well, it's funny that you say that. It's the Canadian hype. You know what I mean? It, it, it honestly is. It and, is. And so, you know, Lafreniere gets all this Canadian hype attached to him because he hasn't, you know, a Canadian hasn't gone first overall since McDavid. Yeah. 2015. That's true. So I think I think they attach like this mega hype to Lafreniere. He's a generational player, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it just, he just, he just isn't, you know? He's yeah. You know what? You look at it. I think, I think he's a great player. I don't think he's a terrible. I, I don't. Mm, I wouldn't call him a great player. Not yet. At least. Not that he has. He hasn't shown it yet. No. Oh, I think if he had a better opportunity somewhere else, not the Rangers. Um, what? Like being buried behind their depth? Yeah. Like the, he's. They're yeah. definitely giving guys opportunities before him. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're trying to win now. Like send him, send him to Chicago or something, right? For Kane and and watch him do very well in Chicago because he can like lead that team. Basically he can be that guy. He needs to be that guy. I yep. think they have, I mean, New yeah, York, now he need New York's already established, right? Go, yeah. He, he needs, he needs playing time, dude. He needs to either go to a bad team and get top six minutes consistently, or he needs to go to the AHL. Send him the AHL. Yeah. I was about to say that then that is the best call. Any NHL team can do is send him to the AHL. What's the, what's the guy that Nemec? Was it Nemec or Jared? There was Nemec, right? That was drafted. Yeah. And he is doing so well in the AHL. And so is Jerchek. They're doing so well in the AHL. And they were top five picks. Right? Well, now now people have this awful stigma with the AHL where it's like if a player gets sent down, he's bad. No. Like, no. Dude. He just needs time. Look I, at, I hate that. Look at Shane. Like, Shane Wright. You know, like, he needs time. He's He went down to the AHL for conditioning stint. They're probably going to put him in the, the, the OHL for the rest of the year. Well, you know? this like, is the this is the thing with Shane Wright too. Once they sent him down to the AHL, I'm pretty sure he scored every game. Like he scored right. every game when he's down there. He just needs to grow. He's not ready to come in the league and tear it up. Like that's hard to do, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like get I mean, that, there's no Crosby. Yeah. No Crosby. No Ovechkin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. And the, the, the NHL is getting more talented and talented as the years go on, yes. right? So yeah. it's hard. I agree. So yeah, so so Bedard, you know, he's going to be the best player since Matthews for sure. He's going to be better. Than yeah. Matthews. Okay. I see that. Um, he's more and, more diverse and, than Matthews. Well, he's just like, like I I think he is. I think he is generational. Like I think mm-hmm. he's going to come in and. And, you know, you can only apply the generational tag to so many players, right? Because there yeah. can only be two or three generational players at a time, I'd say. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, McDavid, uh, Bedard, and I don't know who you, who else you could throw the generational tag on right now. Mm. Obviously, guys like Crosby is a generational player, but he's, yeah. you know, it's coming to the end for him. Ovechkin is the same thing. I don't know. Can you say Jason Robertson and Tage Thompson? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. elite, elite players for sure. I wouldn't elite even call player. Matthews generational. You wouldn't? No. I think so. I would. You think uh, he is? Yeah, I think he's going to be one of the best players to ever play the game. I, I, I'm not even trying to be biased there. I'm pretty. I'm serious about that. And I think a lot of people would agree with me too. And another guy I think too is Nathan McKinnon. That's what comes to mind. McKinnon's a beast. McKinnon's a very McKin- great. McKinnon, McKinnon is generational. Yes. I agree with that. Yes, McKinnon. McCarr could, could be. Oh, McCarr is going to be. I think he's going to be. And I think, do you think Drysaddle is? Yeah. In it's, the same way Malkin was, maybe. Yeah. He's in the same light as Malkin. They're two very great players, but they're under the shadow of someone else, right? The top player yeah. in the league. Dude, I, I do not subscribe to this idea of Matthews being one of the best players to ever play the game. He's a great shooter. You know, he he's a great player, but like. I Well, I think generation. I think if you look at generational talent for shooters and goal scorers, you, you look at Ovechkin, right? That's who yeah. you see. Or Patrick Kane, I would say. Um, I mean, I, I think Matthews is is getting there, but this year I don't think he's, you know, so high in goals like as he was last year. Right. I don't know how many goals he has right now, but I'm pretty sure Tavares or Marner has someone in the, on the team or Nealander has more than him. I could be wrong about that, but at a certain point they did. And I, I, I do think he is a top player in the league. He makes yes, he, he makes he makes league. that team better. Do you think without Matthews they would be as good? I don't think so. Well, of course not. But 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 what it, has Matthews ever put the team on his back in the playoffs? Last year, maybe. He did well last year. Uh, it's a first round exit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I I think. I are so are you saying McDavid put his put his uh team on his back? McDavid is, has dragged the Oilers deeper into the playoffs. Yeah. And with, it's with, hard. I think, it's, with, with, I think, a worse team. It's hard to compare McDavid with, like, anyone in the league, basically. No, Or anyone coming, like, anyone coming into the league, expect, even, even Bedard, right? I, like, I, man, I'm trying to think of a comparison to Matthews from, like, the past, like, 20 years. Like, <laughs> um. Like not like like player type, but just like hype, you know, or like or like just overall like prowess. Like, I'm trying to think. What do we call like is Timu is Solane generational? I don't know. I didn't think he was like the greatest. That's the thing. I like. There is a lot of hype around him, 
Or like I think I think Matthews is like like I think Team Solane just misses being generational. Yeah, I think so too. Well, I don't know. But then the stats, but then Solane's stats are insane, so I don't know. Like well, well you see we would probably at a certain point say like someone like PK Subban was generational. But then he dropped off, right? Like, like you you see guys that have really good seasons and that's what established I'd be more them. comfortable with saying Eric Carlson instead of PK Subban. Okay. Makes it, yeah, because he's dropped off too, right? I mean, he's coming yeah. back this year, but he's having a good year, yeah. yeah. But like Eric Carlson for a minute there was the greatest defenseman to ever play hockey, you know, yeah. and yeah. then he fell off. Subban was like good, like, I, you know, he's elite for a few years there, but not enough. No, I like Subban. I thought he was really good, good on Montreal, but after that, it just kind of just dropped off. After yeah. Montreal, he really know. thrived there. But... When I think of Matthews, man, I think of like, I, I think of like an elite an elite goal scorer, like a top 10 player. I don't know. I guess top five player, but yeah, there's a lot he's of got to put players. together in order for him to be generational. He needs to, he needs to be probably winning or getting second in the scoring title. Like every year. Cause that's his. Oh, here, here's a, here's a guy. Steven Stamkos. Yeah. He's a lead. He's not generational. No. Yeah. He was supposed yeah. to be. I think, I, th- I think Matthews, I think Matthews is better than Stamkos. I think so too. I, uh, yeah. And you know, maybe like, see, Stamkos probably when he was getting drafted because he's the first overall pick, they said he was generational. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they said that about Nell Yakupov. Well, define <laughs> generational. Like, when we define generational, like, are we, what does uh, yeah, that so mean? What, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when I, when, when somebody says generational, like, yeah. I'm saying, like, like, in my mind, Crosby has been the best player in the world for the past yeah. 15 years. Yeah, I okay. Can, I can agree with that statement. Right. So like so like that's what I think when I think generational. There, I, I, you could say the same thing about like Ovechkin. Like there's there's two two to four names that last for about 12 to 15 years that are the best players in the league. Yeah. And it nobody nobody deviates from that. So it's hard to say someone is generational. It's hard. It to is say. hard. I, I, I just don't think that way with Matthews. I mean, maybe you do because you're a Leaf fan, and that's fair. It's the effect, but yeah. like, like that's fair. Like, do you think anyone on Vancouver would be generational? No, no. no. Pa- like, yeah. Patterson is is an elite player. Yeah. Like Patterson, I think is like yet, a, yeah. I, and like Matthews too. I get it. It makes sense. It makes sense. I think to be generational, you need to come in and you're immediately the best player in the league. Yep. Like Crosby you know, was. Or, or like McDavid was. Yeah. Yes. You know that that's what Ovechkin was, right? Like when you come into the league instantly and you're instantly a top five player in the league and there's nowhere to go but up, you're generational, right? Matthews came in, he's great, but like never stuck out to me as best player in the league until maybe like last year. Like then I could say he's probably the best goal scorer in the league right now. But like that doesn't scream generational to me. No, I mean, maybe one day we'll say he is, but it's, it's, I mean, he's still pretty young. He's still young. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, we'll see. And all that, the Leaf fans are gonna torch me, bro. I'm oh, probably. Torched. I'll torch you right yeah, now. Sorry. So, sorry, guys. No, I. I think you make a good point. I think you make a good point. It is hard to say someone's generational. So, like going back to what we were saying about Connor Bedard, I think he's the potential to be generational. I think Bedard enters the league and is immediately point per game. Yep. I can see that happening. That that screams generational to me. Yeah, 
If he does, but I mean, if they play him, they they keep him in the WHL. That's fine. And they no, they won't. No you shot. You don't think so? I think he's no just, shot. Do you think he's too small? Nah, I think you, that stigma's got to be gone by now, right? I think so, because there's not as much hitting in the NHL. I want to say, but well, like look at guys like Marty St. Louis. Like if you're talented enough, you're. I mean, okay. Cole Caulfield. He's pretty small. Yeah. But he's just like five seven. Well, there's lots of small players now. Yeah. It's a fast game. So, and a talented game. So, yeah. I mean, the World Look Juniors are. Yeah. Well, yeah. The World Juniors are doing good. I think tomorrow they do play Czech, uh, the Czech again, which is uh, going to be a big game to see who, I guess, goes to the gold medal game. Um, I yeah. Don't, who is the U.S., the team, basically, who they everyone thinks are going to play, uh, play in the finals? Do the U.S. have to play somebody else? I think they're a different in the way. I think they're a different uh, different group. Yeah, I don't even know. World June, like where's Russia? Are they not playing? They're not playing, eh? Who? Russia. No, they're they're banned. Are they? They're banned. Yeah, they're banned. Yeah. Yeah. So the United States is the top of the other group. Oh yeah. They so ha- they're gonna have to play. They played <laughs> Finland yesterday. They played Germany to the, tomorrow. <laughs> to make. For the to make it to the final, I think so. I I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming that's what has to happen. Dude, we're we're way better, man. Like, yeah. dude, Germany's or or the U.S. is in a way weaker group, and they only have 19 goals for, 11 goals against. Canada has 29 goals for, eight goals against. Like, yeah, pretty. The sad. U.S. has a good team, but it's not. Uh, There's a lot of NHL players on the Canadian team too. They yeah. have a guy named Luke Middlestad. Is he related to Casey? He might. I mean, Luke Hughes is the captain. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So it's a lot of the a lot of brothers come out of that that uh, development camp in the U.S. It's there. Weird. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of family blood in there. Notice that. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Oh man. Um. It's weird. All right. Moving we, on. Yeah, we can move on to what we're we gonna talk about. I'm Joe Pavelski. Signed a one year deal. Uh. One year extension actually for three point five million dollars, and I like this. I like this. Still a lot. putting up big numbers, man. Yeah, for the considering a thirty eight year old putting up thirty seven points in thirty eight games, he's basically a point per game player, and yep. you're only paying him three point five million dollars. He's yeah, you know, and it, like he he's actually like made Dallas a good team, and I think Dallas is a cup contender. Uh, yeah, on, or on on the on the or maybe very close to it. I mean, they can definitely be a force in the playoffs. They're definitely making the playoffs, but they've been pretty consistent throughout the whole season. I just want to see the standings. Just having a look. I think they're like either at the top. I think they might be number one in the West. They're number one in the Central. Twenty three and nine. Yeah, the Stars are absolutely a cup contender. Yeah, I think so. I think with Jason Robertson playing the way he is. And Ben and Sagan actually having good years. It's kind of a sneaky good team. We always say Dallas is sneaky good, right? Uh, like like you always say. Um, so keeping Pavelski around actually is a very good call. And and people were like, yeah. oh, he's so old. But no, nah, age doesn't matter for him. He's defied well, he's, the odds. He plays for two. He plays for two Western. He's played for two Western teams his whole career. Like a lot of people just forget about him. Yeah, no, and you now like the, the the Eastern Conference bias, where like you know center of the universe, right? But like, there's players like Joe Pavelski on the West who've been great. Like, there's another player too that nobody seems to talk about is Timo Meyer. 
Yes, I th- I feel Timo like Timo Meyer is so good. I feel like he can get traded at the at the deadline. Timo Meyer. Maybe the he they should. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They probably get a lot right. of uh, a lot of money for him. I'm money. Yeah, but yeah, money. There's, player, there's players out west like dude. Joe Pavelski has always been this good. Always like, and he's yeah. been a Team USA like like you know he's been a pillar for that 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 oh, yeah. organization I mean, for a long time for San Jose. He's he's been a big uh, contributor to that team. He's right? a captain. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, him him playing with Hints and Robertson, it's perfect. It, they seem to sound, found a sweet line there, right? You know, that really works for yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, team's good, man. And they got a great goalie. Yeah. Jake Ottinger, yeah. Dallas is sneaky yeah. good. Um, talk about Alex Ovechkin. Um, did he surpass Gordie Howe? Surpassed. Wow. Imagine saying, yeah, I surpassed Gordie Howe in a and a record for most goals or whatever. It's it's pretty much a certainty that he catches Gretzky now. I like he's oh. still got what three more years in that deal. Like I, there's no I way think, he doesn't. I think that's his goal. I think he really wants to beat it, which I would I would too. You know what I mean? I like I, that's pretty cool to say. Like Wayne Gretzky, the best player that's basically considered to be, um, I mean in the NHL ever. You're you're gonna pass him. So what does that say about Ovechkin? Is he the best scorer of all time? He's been the best goal scorer of all time, 100 goals a goal ago. Yeah. No, I think, yeah. He's literally dominated the league every year with goal scoring. In, a, in an era in an era where scoring goals is way harder than it was to score in the 80s. He makes it look easy. He makes it's, it look easy. It's insane. He comes in in the dead puck era, man, and he does this. Like We've talked about it before, but like mm-hmm. his ability to score as many goals as he had in the era that he's had against the players that, that he's been up against. I mean, it's insane. If he played, if, if Ovechkin built the way he is played in the 80s, he would score like there's a there's a very real chance he could score like 150 goals in a season. Like no mm. 80s goaltender is stopping that shot. It's not happening. No, like it's insane how good he is. He's physically dominant. Like he's, he's the best goal scorer of all time. And he's going to catch Gretzky maybe next year if he continues to play well this year. I can see. It. I Well, how many goals is he at right now? Like eight. No, sorry. Eight. Oh, Something because Gretzky's 894, right? Yeah, Gretzky's 894. 894. And then Ovechkin is at, let me see, 806. Yeah, most likely. Season's, season's about halfway over, a little under half. He scores yeah. at the same pace he's scoring at. That's 52 uh, goals. And then he'll be. He'll be in range next season if he has if he has a good year next year, like a really good year. Yeah, that's pretty evident, though. That's pretty evident that he will be. I mean, knock on wood. I hope I hope he passes yeah. it. You know, I think even Crosby said, yeah, I hope he I hope he does it, too, because like it's I mean, him and Crosby came up together. Right. Like, the, that's pretty cool yep. that their generation has, like, kind of taken over. You know what I mean? Of the NHL. Yep. It, it's, yep. it's it's different now. It's not all those old records anymore. It's kind of the newer guys coming in. Right. And the NHL is changing, and it's a big shift for them. And uh, I mean, it's pretty impressive that Ovi can do this. And um, like he could have, he could have fucked off to go to Russia if he wanted to make a lot of money. But he's, yeah. I think he loves it in Washington, and I think he loves that the fact that you know he's one of the best players in the NHL. So he'd be one of the best players in the KHL too. But I mean, be, who do you think? Like, where do you think he is in, in all time? Point. Like all time, like oh, all time Ovechkin. See, that's a that, that's a different conversation. I think 
top I, top ten? Yeah, I'd say not top five. Top five? No, top ten. I think there's Who's other top five. Oh, see, I don't even I don't even know if I like Gretzky that much. You know what well, I mean? Wow, well, well. uh, I I know that's a hot take, but like, it's just such different eras, and like I'm 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 a two thousand. So it's weird for me to like say, yeah, Gretzky was the best. I never watched him play. How am I supposed yeah, to? But know? look at the numbers. I get, is does the numbers really tell it though? The, the, yeah, the Leafs, he the Leafs have six Stanley. Changed the game. The Leafs have one of the most Stanley Cups in the NHL. Like one of the franchises that have the most Stanley Cups in the NHL. But does that mean you know? I don't know. It's just okay. Okay, if we're looking at points wise and numbers wise, Gretzky is number one. Right. Gordy Howe. He revolutionized the game. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I have. I kind of have a top four. I just pictured it. So Gretzky, Gordy Howe, Maurice Richard, um, Bobby Orr. I want to say. See, when you put Crosby there, it's just so weird. Are you okay? I am. I don't know who I'm forgetting. Oh, Lemieux. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Crosby's close to Lemieux though. Lemieux is the easy number two, but I think I think Cros- I'd say Lemieux number two. You think so? I think Crosby's pretty similar to Lemieux, or even just as good. Oh, I don't know. It's hard. This is such a hard debate. Lemieux Lemieux's numbers are huge. The only reason why he didn't have more is because he got sick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If he didn't get sick, he would have been up there with maybe Gretzky. Uh, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, like the way you said about like about Gretzky, like you don't know how you really feel about him. Like I'm the same way with like Gordy Howe. I've never given a shit about Gordy Howe's career. Yeah, it's it. and that. Like I know that sounds terrible to say. Like obviously Gordy Howe seemed like an amazing man, Mister Hockey. Oh yeah, and like the this- long the longevity that he had. Right, that was the big thing with him, and he was consistently good. But his numbers. Like the dude played on the Red Wings in 1946 and ended his career in 1980. Like that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. That I mean, see the the way Gordy Howe played, I was a big fan of. You know that rough and tough, but still score goals. I love that. I love that aspect of some guys. But I'm looking at a list here of like some guys. Like it says Wayne Gretzky, Gordy Howe, Crosby, Lemieux, or it's not an order. Bobby Orr, Alexander Ovechkin, Mark Messier, John Beliveau. Yeah, Messi, a lot of people rank Messier high because of his numbers, but I, I, I think that's because Gretzky. Think the, I think that's because he was on the Oilers. You know that Yuri Curry. I mean Nick N- Nick Lidstrom. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Nick Lidstrom's up there. Um, Yammer Yager. I don't. I don't know if he's. I, th- I think. I think you need to separate. I think. I think if you're gonna ever rank this stuff, you need to separate. You need to separate forwards from defensemen. It's not fair, I think, to compare really forwards to defensemen. It's really hard. Like, like for if, if we're just talking about forwards here, like for me, I don't know. This is kind of in order. Like Gretzky number one, okay, Lemieux number two, and this is just for careers, by the way, because I know I always say that you know McDavid is probably is a better hockey player than Gretzky, but like we're talking about careers. Yeah. So like, true. It, it's it's Gretzky Lemieux. How I would I would put Gordy Howe up there for the, for the sake of his career, and then after that it get kind of, gets kind of murky. I mean, maybe you could say Crosby. You know, maybe you could say. I don't even know. 
Well, looking at this list, I can definitely say Crosby, you know, has changed the the NHL forever. Forever. Yeah. Right? Like if if you who do you think of like when you used to think oh, when McDavid wasn't around, who did you think of? I thought of Crosby all the time being that number one guy for how many years? I mean, that's probably it was generational. Yeah. <laughs> and like him and Ovechkin. Him and Ovechkin are always going to be up there, right? And I guess you could even say that, like, with uh, Gretzky and Lemieux. They were always the two guys that everyone would think of, right, at that time. I think it's always changing. And it's so hard to pinpoint through different eras of who the top ten of all time are because it's so different each era. And I hate yeah. I hate doing this, like, where – there's like you're trying. Oh yeah, who's the top? I'm 10 comparing players? a guy from this from the from the 60s yeah. to a guy with 2010. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make like, any sense. You see Crosby like you know elbowing guys like Gordy Howe. No, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just like if if he did that now, like it just wouldn't fly. You know what I mean? And and I mean and I mean the, like the talent level for the NHL has been like on a like an you know an incline for the past like you know since the league started really. So like guys who played in the 50s are nothing like the guys who played in the 80s and guys in yep. the 80s are nothing like the guys who played in the, the 2010s because like just you know the the knowledge of how to be a better athlete just continued to improve no so exactly yeah and that's another part of it that makes it really hard you know and the equipment changing and all the different aspects to it and it's uh it's just different and it's i mean i you i can definitely say it's it's definitely gretzky gordy howe like i not in order but gretzky gordy howe um Lemieux, Crosby, Ovechkin. Like they're all up there, right? And then Yeah, like, they're all up there. They're all up there. They're all up there. Um we can move on. Um I mean we this is not a big topic, but the 2023 Winter Classic, um the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins. What do you what do you what do you like? What do you think about the uniforms? Have you seen them yet? I got to look. I'll look right now. I think the Pittsburgh Penguins is like a tribute to the Pittsburgh Pirates or something like that. So it's just basically a P. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is. And then Boston is like the the the, what the hell the, is that? They call it the crack bear or something like that. the meth that's bear. That's a crack bear. Meth bear, I think they said. Yeah, meth bear. But oh, honestly, that's funny. It's it was classic, it, though. well, it was the side patch of their their logo um, like years ago, like on their. So you know the you know the jersey that Happy Gilmore wore. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the side patch uh, on that. So. Um, honestly, I, I, I liked, like Pittsburgh's. I like Pittsburgh's too. I think it's a nice, classic, clean uniform. And I don't mind yeah. Boston's either. I think they're good. They're both pretty good um, uniforms. Sometimes you can see some terrible uniforms, but Winter Classics always imp- like always impressed me with the uniforms. They've never been pretty shitty. You know what I mean? They all yeah, been pretty good. I don't know. I, I'm. It's always the same teams, man. It is always the same teams for some, but next year's Winter Classic. Did you hear it's gonna be the Golden Knights and Seattle? That's kind of funny. It's funny, I mean, you know, but you can see why they're doing it. It's to grow. When was the last time a Canadian team was in the Winter Classic? The Leafs, or was no. it Vancouver? No, Vancouver's never been in it. Yes, they have. No, they haven't. Isn't that where the maroon? Jersey was that was a that was a that wasn't the Winter Classic that was some like uh, random ass outdoor game like Memorial Game. Oh okay, yeah, the Leafs with the Detroit then maybe. Yeah, and then to a shootout, man, I remember that game. That was a good game. The Leafs won, but um, 
Yeah, no, that's true. They do need some more Canadian. Like, oh, Montreal, Montreal. Didn't Montreal? Or was that a global I series? Know. I don't know. There's so many outdoor games. I don't even know anymore. I swear the Winter Classic. they down on them, though. Yeah, and the, well, there's a Heritage Classic coming up between Edmonton and Calgary as well. <laughs> um, like, the Winter Classic is good, and then, you know, you can do, like, yeah. one more, like a Heritage Classic or something yeah, to I, get like, more teams involved. Well, when I was a kid, I'd always look forward to the Winter Classic for some weird reason. I always loved it. Um, Dude, I can remember when it first happened. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, well, so weird. But sometimes like it doesn't work out because the ice is just so it melts. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Where, where is it? Is it in Pittsburgh? No, it's in Boston at Fenway Park. Well, hopefully. Uh, how's the weather? I, I think it's cold. Boston. I think it's cold. Weather. They, they're posting yes. videos of it on their social media. That it looks cold. Uh oh. <laughs> Why is it pretty warm? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. This is not good. 11 but, degrees Celsius. No, they, they, they'll definitely find a way to keep it cold. It's the NHL. You, you, hope, you hope so. It's like when they played that game uh, at in um, that lake last year. Uh, it was really cool, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's lake it called? Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was actually really cool, but they didn't account for the ice being, or the sun being hot. Like, <laughs> hello? Well, you would think where they were playing, they would think of that. It, but... was, it was very cool, though, man. Some of the pictures of it. Yeah, that, that's that's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is, that's also growing the game in different areas, like holding these different events in these cities, uh, where maybe hockey isn't really watched as much. I mean, Boston's a great place for it, but you know, uh, Seattle and Vegas is something we've never seen before, right? So why not? Why not do that? I would, I would do that. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. But I think that's really all that's happening in the NHL right now. I, it's uh, Devon A. Smith Pally retired. Yeah, we were talking about it before the podcast, and me, Bryce, and I were like saying he was actually a pretty good player. I I remember. I mean, his, he, he his role was good. Yes. Good in his role. Yes, and he always tried. Um, he was he won a Stanley Cup with Washington, which is nice to say. Yeah, had he won a, a big Stanley run Cup. there. Yeah, seven they, goals. Right? Did, wait, didn't he score the winning goal? He might like three of the games they were big goals, but he scored seven goals in that cup run, so he yeah. was a big factor. Yeah, yeah, and he was a great. A lot of the a lot of the times, the players that you want aren't the star players. It's the key role players, the right players. You know what I mean? He was one of those yeah. players. And I saw him live in the Memorial Cup, man, when he played for the uh, Mississauga St. Michael's Majors. Yeah, that would be and been, uh, that would have been cool. He was insane, dude. Got a hat trick. Was was dominant. Oh, just yeah. goes to show how hard it is to be good in the NHL level, man. Yeah, and I mean. Retiring at 30, I guess that is a little early, but considering his roles kind of decreased as he like aged. But um, in well, his been days, in the, NHL the last four years, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that either. But um, when he was with Anaheim, I thought he was so good, I thought he was gonna be like a good prospect too. And he was a good player, I'm not saying he wasn't good, but I mean, he wasn't a high, high prospect. But um, congratulations on the retirement uh, for him, but uh. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool that uh, he could win a Stanley Cup before he, you know, called it quits. Oh yeah, yeah, play for great organizations and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think that's. Okay. I think that's Is all that that's it? happened in the NHL. Yeah, it's uh, the it's a New Year's, so uh, things will pick up. I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm not actually, which is kind of nice. But uh, oh man, I'll send you some uh, Gatorade. Get some electrolytes in you. I tried. Yeah, have you tried Prime? 
I've never tried it. I never want to get into the hype of it. I got some today. I tried it out. Is it good? It's really good. Actually? Yeah, that's really good. Isn't it more expensive than Gatorade? Probably, yeah. I've actually been drinking BioSeal a lot lately. Really? I never tried that either. Is it good? Yeah, I like it better than Gatorade. BioSeal has been around for a while, too. I just never tried it. But... I mean, uh, maybe I need to go pick up some Prime and BioSteel. It's the official sponsor of, like, the NHL now, isn't it, BioSteel? I, I mean, like they, the they, sponsor, they sponsor a lot. They sponsor McDavid. They sponsor, like, a bunch of guys like that. Yeah, it's, like, um, the official sports drink of the NHL. I think Gatorade's out. <laughs> you know what? How about we, you know, we do a video where we try different drinks, you know, and guess which one's there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're a taste-testing channel now. <laughs> Dude, yeah. we could do a mukbang. Yeah, hey, let's do it. I'll let's eat. Just eat a ton of food. I'll eat. I'll eat anything. Honestly. Okay. Um, like Jake said at the beginning of the video, make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials for updates on the Fourth Liners podcast and the NHL. Jacob runs the Instagram. Thank you yes, so sir. much to Betstamp for sponsoring this episode. And remember, play responsibly. And if you're betting, download Betstamp. What are you doing? Download Betstamp. It's free. It'll help you a lot. Gives you the best odds on all the lines, all the sports books. You can make more money if you're good at it. I'm not. I've been. I've been actually. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> we're but good, I. But we're, I've been playing responsibly. We're good at it, but we're not good at it. You know what I mean? It's no, it's, dude. It's betting's hard. Betting's really hard to like, especially the NHL, because you never know who's gonna win on any night. But like Bray said, you know, download BetStamp. It's a free app. It's not gonna hurt you, and it helps you actually. And we're giving you a code, all caps, Bryce B, and B R Y C E B, all caps. Yeah. If you enter that, you know, have a great experience with the app. And uh, All right. I mean, like Bryce said, everything's linked below. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. That's it for me, Bryce. How about you? No, oh, we're all did good. Did I say video? Guys... Did I just say video? Man. Yeah, thanks for watching the video, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Fourth Place Podcast. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Peace, guys. <laughs>